everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today, I have made myself the first iced coffee of 2024. I know it's a little soon, but it has been really sunny here and really, really nice. And my house gets very hot when it is sunny out. It's like a giant greenhouse in here. So it's way too hot to make a hot coffee. And I'm also just beckoning spring as much as possible. So cheersing you a decaf iced coffee. I also put vanilla in it and it is so good. And we have some catching up to do, or at least I have some catching up to do. I just wanted to give a little coffee talk update to you guys today and share with you guys some really exciting news of a happy thing going on in my life right now. And this is the exciting news that I have been kind of teasing at just a little bit saying like, you know, later in the month, I'll be able to share some more exciting things because there's been some not so great and not so exciting things that have been going on. And this feels like, you know, the light, happy thing that's been going on that I'm really excited to share. So if you follow me on Instagram, this will not come as a surprise to you. But if you don't, then this might because I am currently expecting my second child. So I have lots to update you on, I guess. Not really lots, but I'm just going to give you guys... I guess somewhat of a coffee talk backstory. Now I am going to be posting a vlog to my vlog channel that'll show a bit more of a first trimester recap, you know, sharing some of the news with family and just finding out the gender or the sex of our baby because we did do the early NIPT tests just to make sure everything was okay with baby. And a bonus of that is that you can find out the sex of the baby sooner. So we actually do know that is that, but I wanted to do a separate coffee talk just so that all of the talky stuff of it, you know, just sharing, sitting down with you guys and, you know, hanging out over coffee and just explaining a little bit of the story of my second pregnancy. I could do that here and kind of take up as much space and time talking that doesn't need to be in a vlog. So if you're here for the more story aspect of it, then allow me to elaborate at least as best as I can. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? 
Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So I'm currently 14 weeks along, and it has been a... It's been honestly a good pregnancy, but definitely am starting to feel better, thank the Lord. I... So back in the fall time, I never really fully dove into what exactly unfolded, but there there was a pregnancy between this pregnancy and Easton. Um, and unfortunately, I, I lost that pregnancy. I was not able to have that baby, um, which was really devastating at the time. And I haven't really talked about it very much. Like, openly so it, it's still kind of you know I'm also hormonal and emotional but it is it's an emotional thing for me because it's very bittersweet um I found out I was pregnant right before going into October and it was a very stressful time things weren't doing very well for not necessarily for Ryan and I but just in general we were under a lot of stress and um we also were passing over Ryan's mom's birthday and I don't know if it was stress or what, but things weren't great. Um, and unfortunately, I lost that pregnancy and it was really hard. That I think the thing that I'm most, I, I, I struggle with most, I'm going to try so hard not to get emotional here because this is really happy news. Um, but I think the thing that I struggle with most is just the fact that, you know, that pregnancy, and it could be for a multitude of reasons, including the amount of stress, but that pregnancy felt very, very different right from the get-go than my pregnancy with Easton and my pregnancy with this little one. And, you know, my pregnancy with Easton and my pregnancy right now are very, very similar in terms of like my symptoms and even just like timing wise, uh, that pregnancy was a lot more rough in terms of my symptoms. I was feeling it a lot heavier. Um, and again, that could have been because of a lot of external factors as well, but there's a little part of me that's always gonna, you know, mourn that loss and, and wonder what if, and think about that little soul and why they came to me for such a short period of time and what they taught me and also taught Ryan, but it was a really hard thing to move through and more grief to go through in, in such a short amount of time. Like last year was definitely a year full of grief. So yeah, we were moving through that and, and experiencing that and it was really tough. And through that as well, you know, we really got used to the idea for a quick second of what it would be like to have two closer together in age because originally we talked about waiting and pushing out and pushing out that sounds weird but like but just pushing the time between having two children because I I personally want two children although I will never say never I do love being a mom and I um, have enjoyed pregnancy at least I enjoyed my pregnancy with Easton I'm enjoying this pregnancy despite its the symptoms from the first trimester um but yeah so from for the most part I'm gonna say I'm like 80% 
sure that I want to. So this is, I'm 80% sure this is my last and final pregnancy, God willing that I am fully capable of bringing it full term, of bringing this baby to earth. So flash forward, I call my doctor a couple weeks later. Um, I don't even remember exactly the timing, but it would have been, actually I do, I had just come back from my trip with my friend Maria who lives in Toronto and her and I had fun uh thankfully we did not go too hard we are we're, we're little old grannies we she is such an old soul I'm such an old soul it's so fun hanging out with her because like we can get on the same level of having fun while also being a little bit more introverted and and she's very spiritual it's just always a good time every time I see Maria and it's hilarious because when I was pregnant with Easton and not knowing I went to see Maria in December of 2021 and then found out after coming home that I was pregnant. Well, what do you know? It happened again. So I'm visiting my friend Maria in Toronto. We have a nice weekend. And I say to her, I'm like, it's weird. You know, my cycle hasn't returned. Like, I, I don't really know if it's just like my hormones haven't rebalanced or what's going on, but um, my cycle isn't back yet. And she was kind of gave me this look. She's like, you couldn't, you couldn't be pregnant, could you? And I was like, no, 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 there's just no way. Like, I, I definitely didn't think it was possible. So come home and I I wasn't feeling see I knew I, I had a feeling with the pregnancy in between because I was so nauseous I felt that was my first symptom was like immediate nausea like so so strong and this time around my first symptom was literally just like confusion <laughs> I was just like what's what's going on here it had been almost eight weeks so again I could have that timeline fuzzy um, but I call my doctor and I'm just like I'm just not really sure what's going on like you know, my cycle hasn't returned. I'm a little bit concerned. And so long story short, that is how I found out that I was indeed expecting again. And this time around, it took a little bit of time to really like let that sink in. I think because I was so afraid, honestly, I was very scared. I was very shocked and I was afraid to let myself, you know, feel happy and feel excited about that and so it took ryan and i a little bit of just like no no way like really like are you sure um because i i went i got my blood work done and lo and behold i was expecting we were expecting today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. 
Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, so we just kept that news to ourselves for the first little bit because, you know, we, we were, we were like grasping that. And I, and there's so much grief that comes with, at least for me, there was a lot of grief that came with a pregnancy so soon after a loss, you know, there was a lot that I had to like work through there and just this feeling of like, you know, part of me wanted to lean into the idea of like, it's the same soul coming back to me. You know, this is just better timing or this is just for whatever reason, the better, the better, the way that this had to go. Um, Part of me still wants to lean into that and still believes part of that because it, it just makes it a happier thing, you know, rather than feeling like there was somebody we lost in between. Um, but a few weeks go by and we start getting hopeful, excited. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very similar to how I felt with my early pregnancy with Easton. So I'm like, you know, like I'm getting a really good feeling, like nothing feels wrong. Ryan and I are doing great. Ryan's doing great. Um, things were just in a much better place and felt much better this time around. Um, so we decided, okay, we'll tell just family and like any friends, but only close friends that we see between now and then. So, uh, we did exactly that over the Christmas holidays. We told our families, which was exciting for the first, honestly, couple, couple of weeks, I would say up until about six, six weeks, we found out really early. I found out at four weeks, um, for the first two weeks after that, I felt fine. And I was getting a little bit too confident with it because I was like, hey, I feel great. Like I'm coasting, I'm good, I'm great. You know, it was leading into Christmas, all things are great. And then right after Christmas, it was basically, we went away to Vancouver to visit Ryan's family for the holidays. And oh, that's when it hit. I started feeling so sick. I was exhausted. Um, I was able to actually do pretty well in Vancouver, I think because we were just so busy. Um, But as soon as we got back right after the new year, I, I feel like I hit a wall. Now, pregnancy exhaustion is a whole other level of exhaustion. Like it's not just, oh, I feel tired right now. It's like, oh my gosh, it feels like my entire body is shutting down. And that was, I mean, that was hard to have some grace with just because of how many things started happening in January. But long short is that I am finally starting to get some energy back. I'm finally starting to get some mojo back. And I was able to get in with my midwife. It's actually the same midwife I had with Easton. I remember when I had Easton and was leaving, it was our last appointment. 
And she was like, oh, as soon as you get pregnant again, like, please come back to me. So I was so excited to see her again and so excited to be able to get space in with her again. I love my midwife. She's awesome. Um, and through my midwife, you know, we went through, we did all of my blood tests and then I did the NIPT test, which is the early, it's basically like an early blood test you can do to test for any chromosomal uh, abnormalities. And that's also how we found out the sex early. So super exciting. I mean, I, I don't think it's ruining too much if I tell you here, this is not something that I know. I know when it comes to like pregnancies in general, that there's like, there's this weird thing with the era that we live in that you know you can stretch it out into a bunch of content and that's definitely not my intention like I'm here to share and I'm, I'm here to open up about my life but I'm not here to like clickbait my pregnancy or anything like that so I'll just tell you um in case you don't see the vlog I'm hoping that I can get the vlog pretty close out to this but we did a little poll with our family. We asked everybody what we thought, what everybody thought we were having. And I also went up to Easton and I had a pink marker and a blue marker. And I was like, all right, Easton, pick a marker. And, I, and Easton loves Blue's Clues. So I was fully convinced he was gonna pick the blue marker, but he picked the pink marker. Um, Ryan, right from the get go was like, this is a boy. Uh, he, he was like, that was Easton too. There's like just certain times in life where Ryan just is just like, no, it's this. And this is one of them. Ryan was like, it's a boy. It's for sure a boy. <laughs> and I was, I, I was so torn with Easton. I had a feeling with Easton. I knew very early on. It's just that I questioned myself a lot. And I think that kind of happened a little bit with this one too. But at the same time, I also felt like with Easton, it being my first pregnancy, I had so much open space and time to meditate on my pregnancy and like connect with this little soul and like do all of these, you know, little bonding things through my pregnancy and being pregnant with a toddler is a whole other ballpark. And it's, I had a lot less napping, a lot less time to just chill and a lot more chasing around a little toddler. So I feel bad that I, I, I haven't had as much time to really sit and, you know, connect with my body and connect with my pregnancy as much as I have full intention to. Um, I, I do intend to take more time to do that. And I have been able to here and there, uh, but it was actually a dream that I had. I had a dream and I woke up from my dream where in my dream, I was calling the baby in my belly a nickname. And it was a nickname of a name of pretty much the name that I'm pretty sure we're going to use. Uh, it's the top name for sure. And it's, it's this time is a name that I picked and uh, Ryan's pretty, pretty much on board. He's just like, maybe we can find another one. But I'm like, no, I love this name. I've had this name on my list for a couple, for a while now, pretty much since after having Easton. Um, it is a unisex name though. So I wasn't sure, but I, I figured if we were going to use this name that it would likely be a boy name, but it could be a unisex name. So when I woke up from my dream calling this baby, this nickname, I was like, wait, I still don't know what that could mean. <laughs> like, does that mean it's a boy or does that mean, you know, because I've also had dreams with Easton. I had a dream. I saw a, a deer and it was a buck deer. And when I woke up, I was like, I'm for sure having a boy. And every time I would like do my meditations and connect to this little voice, this little soul, I could hear him and it was a boy. And so that's how part of me, my intuition really felt like I was having a boy. It's really a 50-50 guess no matter what. Um, but I ended up being right with Easton. So I was... A little part of me, I'll be very, very frank and honest, I was very much wishing that I would maybe have a girl. And it was for selfish reasons, solely because I thought that it would be a very healing experience to be able to have a little daughter, have a little girl, and maybe be able to heal some of my own 
wounds from being a little girl and being a little daughter. However, my gut kept on telling me, you know, as much as I would love that, uh, something tells me I'm having a boy because my pregnancy is so damn similar to my pregnancy with Easton. So anyway, flash forward to the day, we get the test results, uh, me, Easton, and Ryan, Ryan, Easton, and I are standing there and we open up the results and... Male? Male, it's a boy. Two boys. <laughs> I knew it, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, and all the, res all the test results are good. Less than low risk, low risk, low risk, low probability. <laughs> I had a feeling. You can have a little brother. High five! You can have a little brother! I gotta share my muffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy. I'm having another little boy. I'm growing Easton's little best friend and I've already created the best friend to this little one. The way I like to look at it is almost as if, and I know that there's no guarantees that no matter what kind of children you have, no matter their sex, no matter who they are or who they become, um, that there's, it's not always guaranteed that they'll be best friends. I hope they will. Um, but I like to think that maybe I'm growing the future best man to Easton's wedding and vice versa, you know? Like I'm really excited at the thought of having two little boys so close together and just watching them grow together and watching Easton be a big brother. He's going to be the best big brother like to this little this little dude and I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where we're at so far. 14 weeks along, I'm officially past the nausea stage. I'm finally, finally climbing out of the exhaustion stage, although I still feel like I need a nap. Pretty much around this time every day, I'm like, ooh, I could lie down right now. Um, but aside from that, I'm feeling pretty good. I, ha I have noticed, so a couple things. I've popped earlier this time, I have a little bump already. I uh, also get round ligament pain. If anybody, again, has experienced that, it's like the stretching of your uterus puts a lot of pressure on the ligaments around, you know, around your whole abdomen. So like the wrong twist, or even if I just sneeze and I get these like sharp pains, um, so that's another early symptom. And then the last one is that I'm noticing that is a lot sooner this time around is just, I get so full so, so quickly. So my meal portions have been more frequent, but a lot smaller because if I go even a little bit past that point, like as soon as my brain is like, oh no, I'm getting full, I have to stop. Otherwise I make myself feel so, so sick, just even eating like two bites more than I think I should. So much, much smaller portions, um, getting full very quickly. And another thing is like, I ended up getting food poisoning, which was not great. So all was well though, it, I, the, you know, vomiting only lasted like 12 hours. So I didn't need an IV or anything. I was able to get some electrolytes down and I'm good. Um, it makes me a little bit nervous. I think until I have my next scan, which won't be till 20 weeks, just to be sure everything's okay. But that's just my own, that's just my own worries. You know, my, my midwife was like, it's okay. It's fine, like as long as you're just keeping hydrated, getting those electrolytes down, like, you know, keeping them down, you should be okay and baby should be okay. So that wasn't a fun experience, but outside of that, everything else has been pretty par for the course of what I experienced with Easton. Um, part of my, my plans prior to finding out I was pregnant for the new year are, are a little sideswept and it's definitely an interesting thing to balance like, feeling like I am getting back into a groove. Easton's finally, you know, in his own daycare. He's really enjoying it. He goes four days a week. Uh, he's fully into that routine now. He loves it there. 
I'm getting more time to work again. And then it just, I, I, it's not even the pregnancy things that have happened in my personal life of again, kind of taken back up some time. And it sucks because I think that's the biggest thing that I'm, I'm really struggling with is this feeling of like all my heart and soul want to do is to pour myself back into content creation and really be uh, like, just be here again. I've been here, you know, in my podcasts and such, but I just feel like it's always had to take a, it's since becoming a mom, since becoming pregnant, even since moving, I feel like it's taken a back burner to a huge chunk of time I needed to take for my, my healing journey. And, and then all of a sudden falling in love and then all of a sudden, you know, grounding and rooting into this new home and then getting pregnant. So I'm really trying to find grace for the journey and the path of my life and just letting, letting myself trust the timing of my life, even when it's not going the way that I anticipate it to. Like there's so much I want to do with my job still. There's so much I want to do with my career, with my content still. And I'm just really trying to trust that, you know, even if I can't do it right away, uh, that I'll still be able to do it or that I can still motivate myself to. It's just something I'm struggling with a little bit because it's it takes a lot out of you to be pregnant first and foremost. It's a lot of, of resources from your body. Um, and then furthermore, it's my life's passion. It's my life's purpose, a, a huge part of it anyway, to raise the little souls that I'm bringing to earth. Like I don't take that lightly. So you know, I have my whole life up until, up until meeting Ryan and having Easton has really been fully soak it, fully focused, solely focused, good gracious, solely focused on my passions and my, the things I wanted to pursue, the goals I wanted to pursue, but it was a very lonely journey for a long time. And a lot of that creation came from, from really kind of running away from that core loneliness I was experiencing for so long. And my fear of my fear of true attachment and true love because of my own core wounds from you know my family of origin breaking up and what that really did to me as a as a teen and growing into my early 20s and just really kind of trying to avoid that true true sense of vulnerability so now that i've you know come to the other side of that and i'm growing my family and i've fully rooted in this home and so much of my heart and my soul is so fulfilled by the people in my life, the family in my life, and, and the family that I'm fully dedicated to. There's a part of me, in all honesty, and I, I hope that I can get some grace in saying this. So, and if not, that's, I mean, the teacher on everyone's allowed to assume and feel the way they do, but I hope that there's some understanding when I explain this that, you know, there's a part of me that is still calling to me to not let her go and to not forget her. And it's like the part of me that does still feel passionate about creating and does still feel passionate about sharing with the world and, and you, know, you know, just like leaving a positive impact. Um, I don't feel done yet. And so I, I just don't know exactly what to do with that yet. You know, I'm not naive this time around going into another pregnancy. I know how much time it takes and how much energy it takes. And so, yeah, I'm really learning how to navigate that. Uh, I see all of these badass women out there, these badass moms out there that are doing it, that are doing both. Um, but I also, again, I do know, I know from the books I've read, I know from the moms that I know, I know from the conversations I've had, and I know from my own firsthand experience that no matter which way you go or no matter how much you try and balance, there's always a sacrifice being made. And so, that's something I'm going to have to learn to navigate now having two. 
um, and having a newborn again at the in August. I am due in August. I don't even think I've mentioned that yet. Um, but that's that's the journey that I'm on right now, and that's it's okay that I don't have those answers yet, and it's okay that I'm on that journey. I think it's a very common journey to go on as a mom and as a woman in in the in the current age that we we live in. You know, there's so much pressure to be a working mom, but there's also so much pressure to quit your job and, you know, fully don't dedicate yourself to raising your children. Like no matter where you go, you're going to hear the opinion and the pressures of someone or some other. So if you can like clear the noise and really hear what, what feels right in your heart and your soul, then I think then the path becomes a lot easier to understand. And so that's just really where I'm at is getting quiet enough to really do that, do exactly that. Um, and also too, it's going to be great because this time around I am, I'm not a newbie. So, you know, I have some tricks up my sleeve that I've learned with Easton. So it'll be interesting doing it a second time around. And if this does happen to be for the chance for the 80% chance that this is my last pregnancy, I'm really also trying to enjoy as much of it as I can and, you know, be exactly where I am in the time that I am in the chapter and I am that in the week that I am and also enjoy Easton at the age that he is and the time that we still have together with it, him still just being our one and only at the moment. Um, so it's a lot, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot of balancing going on, but ultimately I do feel very grateful and, and very, very blessed to be given the chance to usher another soul to the planet to house another little human and grow them and bring them life. Um, so it, it, it honestly, it's one of the most empowering experiences. I'm still always in awe of what my body can do even more so because right now I have a toddler that refuses to wean off breastfeeding. So my body is like fully doing it all right now for everyone on the whole family. Um, and so, yeah, again, that just brings me back to like, I'm really, really conscious of making sure that I also keep a part of myself to myself, you know? Um, without, I don't mean that to sound selfish, but it's going to sound how it's going to sound. Um, so yeah, I, I know that it's been a request. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but it has been a request to do more chats about motherhood and share more about the motherhood journey and, you know, being you and being whoever you are while also being a mom. It's like, it's, it doesn't become all of you. It doesn't all fully consume you all the time, but it does become a huge part of you. And so whether you're thinking about becoming a mom one day, or you're just curious because it's not the journey you're planning on taking. So it's just fun to listen and hear about lives that are very different than your own, or you are a mom out there. If you do want more chats, especially as I go through this next pregnancy, and especially as I start navigating too, and especially as I navigate working, and you know, running, working for myself, running a business, but also just in general, just working and dedicating time still to myself while also trying to balance motherhood. Let me know. That's very much gonna be the way my content goes because that's the life I'm living. Um, but still, I would love to hear your interests and any questions or anything of that matter. Um, outside of that, thank you guys for hanging out with me for this coffee talk. I know that this was a chatty, chatty conversation, but that's kind of the whole point of this podcast. Um, but also I thought that it would be a good idea to just have a talk about it so that I don't have to fill up too much of the vlog with all the talking. So if you came from the vlog and you're here for the story, then now you know both sides, you got to see it and you got to hear it. If you're here for the podcast and either the vlog isn't out yet, or maybe it is, then definitely go check it out or watch out for it because that'll give you a bit more of the visual of and the, the story and the memories that have happened so far with this pregnancy. Um, and aside from that, I'm cheersing you my first iced coffee of the season. We are almost in spring. Hang tight. We are almost through the winter. And without further ado, I will chat with you guys all next week.
Bye, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.